Hi, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jeremy. And welcome to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I discuss our favorite childhood movies. This is gonna be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Since we were kids, we've been obsessed with movies and have found ourselves always speaking to each other in movie quotes. To the point that we formed many inside jokes, or as we like to call them, Inside, inside quotes. quotes. That was bloody brilliant. Each episode, my brother and I will be taking turns picking a movie to rewatch, review, and relive the magic of our childhood. Mm. I know some of these words. We hope you'll join us for the ride, and maybe we'll make a few inside quotes of our own. Enjoy the show! And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Hey, Jonathan, I've got a very philosophical and deep question that I need you to answer for me. Okay. Um, no, just get ready because it's a, it's a toughie. Like, it's existential and it's probably the question of the century. But anyways, is a meat patty something or nothing? Hmm. Something. See? <laughs> Welcome back, you pristiferous little maggots. <laughs> now, I'm familiar with the term maggot, but pristiferous? Pristiferous? <laughs> Anyways, hello and welcome back, everybody, to episode 14? Four, yeah, episode 14 of Inside Quotes. Yep. Um, this week, we're covering one of the greatest movies of our childhood. That's true. Big staple of our childhood. And I know yeah. I say every movie is a staple of our childhood, but this one's really a staple of our childhood. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that every time, every episode. <laughs> I mean, you have to. It's, it's in the script. <laughs> now, I know when I say this is a staple of our childhood, I really mean this is a staple of our childhood. <laughs> We've got a lot of staples up in our childhood. So anyways, um, is this our first Nickelodeon movie? I think so. I was thinking about that. Yeah, this is the first one. Anyway, well, we should probably announce. I mean, the listener already knows what we're covering, but just so we're all on the same page. What what movie are we covering? So that's right. This week we're covering the 1997 movie, Good Burger. And first one with Nickelodeon that we've been covering. There wasn't that many of them, but... Yeah, I was looking at a list earlier. Um, I don't think we've covered any of them. Hmm. I know Snow Day is one. Uh, the first one was Harriet the Spy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you knew it was a Nickelodeon movie based on it had that orange VHS tape. <laughs> orange VHS tape. <laughs> yep. Um, the Rugrats movie. Mm-hmm. We got a story about that one. <laughs> <laughs> the Rugrats. Yeah, Snow Day, Jimmy Neutron. Hmm. Actually, that one had a that one had a yellow DVD. 
cover. That was they had moved on from the VHS tapes at that point. Uh, Clock Stoppers. <laughs> it's not of, a good movie. I thought I remembered that. We watched it actually like a couple years ago for the first time with Alex. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I we had never seen it. Um, yeah, and then there's just all the TV shows that are, you know, Nickelodeon shows that had movies like like Rugrats, SpongeBob, Wild Thornberries, uh, Drake and Josh Go Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, that's a, featuring yeah, two bonus one. episodes. Um, Mindy's back and Helen's surgery. Helen's surgery, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and since we didn't have cable, we pretty much only watched those two episodes. Yes. <laughs> Unless we were in the teacher's lounge. Uh, Nacho Libre. <laughs> I forgot. That's a Nickelodeon film. Is it really? Yeah. It's on the list here. Huh. I don't... I can't decide if this one's better or worse than Nacho Libre. I don't think we can decide that until later. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I was kind of... I, I kind of mentioned a second ago. I think we've talked about it before. We we never had cable growing up. So Nickelodeon especially was like a channel that we didn't get to watch because, because we didn't have cable and the shows would never be replayed like on network tv like some disney shows we would see like they'd be on saturday mornings or in the afternoons like on abc yeah so we could watch some disney shows yeah we were we were 100 percent pbs kids i'm talking between the lions i'm talking dragon tales arthur what's big comfy couch did you say that oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) um yeah we were uh, PBS kids. You know, we kept those shows on the air thanks to viewers like us. Thanks to viewers like you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> PBS kids. We did have that one yeah. awesome summer where we had Verizon Fios. Oh, Wishbone. Ooh, Wishbone. Wishbone, right? Wishbone was. Wishbone slapped. That was the best. <laughs> Man. Um. Uh, Yes, but there is a famous summer summer of 07. Summer of 07. Where we had Verizon Fios for a summer. <laughs> Our older brother Justin uh, was in college, and he had a summer job at uh, Verizon, at the Verizon store, and he hooked us up for one summer. <laughs> and then he moved and out after that. It was that. the best summer of my life. But yeah, as far as my memories with this movie, I have to, I have to rewind back actually one year prior to that summer. Because I believe the first time I saw this movie was summer 06. Really? Yeah. I don't remember the first time I've seen this. This was a movie that I'd always heard about. It's one of those classic movies. There's a few movies on this list that I heard about a lot as a kid, and I never saw them until I was like a teenager. Mm-hmm. And one of, one of them was this one, Good Burger. Um, a couple others was mystery men (laughs) which also has kel mitchell in it wow and yeah uhf which i don't think i've said but that's like my all-time favorite movie with weird al it's definitely an obscure one but what else is weird al in besides the naked gun movies (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) and so but good burger was always one i'd always heard about and I'd heard people say like the classic quote, whether it was from the show or if it was from the movie where they were, you know. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> and so this is one I'd always heard about and never, never had seen it. And I'm pretty sure this was a library checkout for me. And I remember 
I remember it was summer 2006, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly. And what I think is so interesting about that is because, like, I pair that summer with, like, it's this is, like, the quintessential, like, 90s movie. Yeah. But, like, this was, like, when, by the time I saw it, we're, like, mid-2000s. And, like, I mean, I'm talking about in between, uh, you know, it's summer vacation. Summer vacation. Summer vacation. That was like, like, uh, the big, like, MySpace days. Oh, man. So, you know, at least for me. Not only did we have cable, but we, you had social media on top of that. Did you ever social leave media? the living room? No, except for when the internet went down and I'd have uh-huh. to go reset the router. That's right, because like the only way to access the internet back then was to go to the living room, the computer. And I remember specifically, I feel like it was like June. I remember it being around my birthday. And so I also pair this time. I I think uh, when I think back, I pair the summer of 2006 with like MySpace, Good Burger, and getting an MP3 player for my birthday. The white, <laughs> the bean. bean one. Yes. The bean, the Sony that had the like the little door that would like eject out and like the USB would pop out. The future was then. The future was then. That was the coolest little thing ever. This is pre iPod. Well, their iPods were around, but yeah, the iPods were out, but they were too expensive. Not prominent. Yeah, this MP3 player was. I remember it being like ninety bucks though. It was still pretty pretty expensive. Mom bought it for me at Circuit City. Ooh, Circuit City, rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, and I still have, like, I don't think it works, but I still have it just because it's like, it was my first MP3 player. I had yeah. a, a long history before that of like trying trying to get an, an, an MP3 player. And then I finally got one. I like bought a cheap one from my friend and it like mm-hmm. didn't work. Was that the yellow one? No, that was a later one I got as like a gift. Why, later don't, on. why do I know every little detail about your life i, I guess because i was just very jealous was, of you that you had one and i didn't it was the blue like uh oh it, it only held like 128 megabytes and it was a blue kind of like which is incomprehensible uh i'm trying to think of the shape i know i know what you mean i know i'm I, pretty sure i gave it to you to use yeah yeah and then i ended up getting my own yeah because i would always you'd always get my hand-me-downs yeah. <laughs> why why are we so nostalgic about such an obsolete piece of technology? Cool. Cuz like it is cool, cool, but I just really yeah. haven't thought about it in a long time. Like that's 100 yeah. something megabytes is like two mm-hmm. songs now. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I had like 30 songs on it total. I remember my first one, I think I don't remember where I got it. It's it probably for Christmas or something. Mhm. Um, it wasn't the hand-me-down one. My first actual one that I got. Yeah. Um, I, it was like rectangle. It, it was mm-hmm. like a rectangle, but it was also like it had like wide hips. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it any other way, but it, it was, was sort of like pear-shaped, only square. Okay. Um, and I know mm-hmm. I just remember it came with a plastic cover. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I definitely need that. I don't want this thing to get damaged. <laughs> it was just a chunky piece of plastic. And I just love how I had that. And it was very loose. <laughs> it's just, I, I, had, I was so 
I had to keep my electronic MP3 player that only had mm-hmm. 99 songs and it was only on shuffle. Well, no, it wasn't on shuffle. I I could either shuffle it or not. Mm-hmm. It was a bootleg iPod shuffle. That's what it was. Didn't didn't you also get an iPod shuffle at some point? Um, I, no. I kind of remember you having one. I had a Maybe Nano. Not. A Nano, okay. I went from that one to a Nano. Mm-hmm. Um, my good buddy Leo Trimble sold it to me for like twenty bucks, I think, at that point. It's pretty good. Which is pretty. Maybe it was forty yeah. bucks. I feel like if you tried to get one now, they'd probably be like actually more expensive than you'd probably want to pay just because they're like probably retro now (laughs) those things were legit yeah the ipod nanos back in the day Mm -hmm. i remember my friend logan got wait you know what it was i spent 40 dollars on that from leo trimble it was his used one and he had just gotten the new the new nano i guess i i don't think the touch was out quite yet and jonathan you know you remember that time uh, this is how i got my ipod because you remember that time where we went over to the Hammond Trees to help move uh, his dad's office? Yeah. It was some random Saturday or like Friday night or whatever. And we were just, our mom was like, yeah, they need help. Can you, I'm going to drop y'all off and y'all are going to go help them out. And we're like, okay, fine. We'll do it. Fine. And we get there <laughs> and there's, it's us, uh, Harrison, and then a couple others uh, were there helping out move stuff Mm -hmm. and it was like file cabinets and just it was a whole room of stuff like it was it took like an hour or two with us four or five of us yeah and i just remember like this this dude's dad was like very ocd on certain things (laughs) so anyways he said like he was referring to the these like wire rack shelves that he had his files in and whatever and you know how some of those have like the white wire racks have like rubber pieces on them to keep yeah. him from moving. And um, one of them started to fall off. And Harrison's dad was like, man, if one, if one of those rubber pieces, when one of those rubber tips falls off, I'm deducting $5 off your paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Jonathan just looked at each other. And we were like, wait, what? We're getting paid for this? We're getting paid? What? Are you serious? <laughs> We got overpaid for that job. We did. <laughs> um, so yeah, we ended up. <laughs> we were like that put a pep in our step because we didn't know we were getting paid at all, and yeah. we, I definitely made sure those rubber tips were stuck on there. <laughs> I, I kept an inventory list and everything. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so he ended up paying us sixty dollars for like yeah. two hours of work. So that's like thirty mm-hmm. bucks an hour, and we were like, "This is more money than I've ever had in my life." <laughs> There was that plus, but then he also took us all out to Steak and Shake. Yeah, yeah, we went out to Steak and Shake, (laughs) and he also paid us, and we were just living the dream. We just, we had no idea we were gonna get paid. We were just helping him out, and the next day at school, I think the next Monday or so, I was talking to Leo, which is one of the other guys, and he said, "So what are you gonna buy with your money that you got?" And I was like, "I don't know. I haven't decided. I didn't think I was getting paid." And he's like, I asked him, well, I think I'm going to get a new BlackBerry. Like, a, I'm going to get a phone. Oh, man. And I was like, <laughs> what? You're going to get a cell phone? You're in seventh grade. <laughs> and, uh, and a BlackBerry at that. And I was like, wow. So <laughs> he's like, well, now that I'm getting this BlackBerry, I don't really think I'll need this iPod anymore. 
and I was like, the opportunity has arisen for me to upgrade my MP3 status to iPod status. It's a big upgrade. Big upgrade. I purchased his iPod Nano fourth generation for $40, and that was the start of my Apple addiction. That was the first hmm. Apple product of ever owned. How did we get on this tangent? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just keep going. Okay. <laughs> we went from like, how did we get onto MB3 players? I just pair it. I just pair this movie with with like my birthday and getting that MP3 player. It was the summer of '06. <laughs> also having this amazing "We're All Dudes" song on my MP3 player. That okay. That was that was kind of a connection there as well. And to be clear, um, it wasn't '06 when I did this. I was probably like sixth or seventh grade. I'll say I was in seventh grade. But there was another funny story with that whole moving thing. <laughs> that was something we quote a lot. <laughs> Because yeah, what? Okay, go ahead and tell it. It had to do with with the guy that w- that we were helping and his son. Um, so we're still at this house and we're taking like a water break or something. And it's me, Harrison, and his dad in the kitchen. And he's like, "Would you boys like some lemonade?" And he's just stirred up some Crystal Light, <laughs> some like Diet Crystal Light. <laughs> and me and Harrison were like goofing off throwing a tennis ball or something and he was like hey jeremy watch this <laughs> and he takes the tennis ball and just straight up pegs his dad in the nuts <laughs> <laughs> that threw me off so much i was like what did you just do um <laughs> he nails him real good real good and i'll never forget what he said right after that his dad <laughs> writhing in pain he was like, Harrison, I was holding a beverage. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things to say after getting pegged in the nuts with a tennis ball, <laughs> I was holding a beverage. I'm holding a beverage. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, he would have been fine with it if he wasn't holding one. I don't know. <laughs> that just made my day, and that's one of the best stories ever. That, that's one of our we, we still quote that all the time and I'm, I'm glad you told that that story so we can uh start quoting it on the show yes <laughs> speaking of that i need to go hold another beverage are you holding any beverages right now just water 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 oh water oh oh come on man <laughs> Wait, well, what about your water? <laughs> All right, so we've told our childhood stories. We've talked about none of the movie except quoting it. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's start talking about this movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so all of, of what we had to say is, even though this came out in the 90s, this is like mid-2000s for me as far as the era of like when we discovered it and whenever we realized i I definitely saw this like after you did Hmm. or unless i don't remember i do remember the first time i watched it i don't know where Mm -hmm. i was i just remember the feeling of laughing at this movie for the first time and experiencing this for the first time yeah so cool it's great it's great it was like uh, one of the best movie watching experiences i've ever had there's a, there's a few movies that that I remember, and this is one of them. But just like 
you remember that first time you watched it and like yeah. how funny it was to you the first time you I, saw it? I couldn't breathe in the first five <laughs> minutes. I was dying. But like the that's how good it was is that I couldn't remember where I was. It was probably in our living room. I couldn't remember yeah, where yeah. I was. It, I knew I was in the movie though. Like my, yeah. I was involved in the movie in some way. Mm-hmm. That's how good in uh, drawing the movie was to me. <laughs> You're just drawn in from that dream sequence right at the beginning with the talking cheeseburgers. Don't sell me, Ed. Please. I want to stay here with you. We love you, Ed. Uh, I'm fine with fast food. So, yeah, this movie, um, yeah, it starts out with the with the dream sequence and... uh, (laughs) <laughs> the the thing that we used to quote i mean there's so many quotes in this movie i wrote down a bunch of them and i still know there's i, I was I getting hand cramps from writing down quotes <laughs> um but he, he wakes up from the dream and he's like ah a clock <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the first thing that actually got me to laugh <laughs> in the movie that yeah. i mean like the first time you the saw dream it? sequence wasn't that funny it was just like oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. cool yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. a clock <laughs> And then he started showering in his own uniform. Like, Ed never takes off his uniform. Never. Mm. <laughs> he did. Oh. When they went undercover. The <laughs> undercover, yeah. <laughs> but, man, how did that hat stay on him at all times? And then you just get the scene of him, like, skating to uh, to work and everything. And he, like, he like rolls by those, like, girls do, playing uh, with the jump rope. <laughs> yeah. I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. Cause we're all dudes. We're hey. All dudes. Hey. And then there's just a bunch of like predictable stuff, but it's just funny where like, well, I don't know how predictable it is, but like, predictable the girl now gets, that like, we've seen it over stuck. like 10 times. She, he gets like tangled up in the jump rope and then he starts dragging the girl along and then and he must be hauling tater. Cause like <laughs> he was going and she was going too. he wasn't struggling yeah. at all. Yeah. He was just pulling a whole other person and then he and he accidentally like accidentally uh takes a baby from this mom yeah <laughs> and then yeah. then switches it with a basketball <laughs> and they throw the baby through the hoop <laughs> so dumb they would definitely notice a basketball um, instead of a baby yeah but yeah. that's the beauty of, of simple humor um, this movie definitely has slapstick down oh for yeah yeah and all of this is being intercut in between like scenes of like customers at Good Burger getting impatient because they're trying to like place an order. <laughs> yeah. And they'll keep trying to talk to the other workers and they're like they're like, Oh, I'm the fries guy. You need Ed. He's the cashier. <laughs> Whatever. Ed <laughs> And uh they just keep calling for him and he's not there. I don't know where the manager is at this point. <laughs> he's talking, talking to his, to his mother. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, mother, I've got to go. I guess I can just feed mother's cat food. That was Dan Schneider, who created a lot of things in Nickelodeon. Um, he wrote this movie. Yeah. Um, all I know, though, I know he was from. He like produced Drake and Josh and like iCarly. Because mm-hmm. um, I know he, at the end it said at the end of every one of those episodes it was the Schneider Schneider's Bakery. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He he's been involved since all that. I yeah. think I think he went from all that to the Amanda show, which went into Drake and Josh, to went into iCarly Whoa. to 
something else after that. And uh, he's just been like, <laughs> like basically every show he's done, he just spins it off into something else. I forgot about the Amanda <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah. That was such a good show. That's one of the first shows that I would check out from the library. I remember that. Yeah, I remember. Uh, oh, and Keenan and Kel, obviously, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know how much he had, in, how much involvement he had in that. But I, I know he. I mean, starting from like all that, it just like one thing would spin off into each other, and I mean, it's like still going. But yeah. So you meet Ed, and then it cuts to like school, and you meet Dexter, <laughs> and he's like in the middle of an exam with Sinbad as his teacher. Which doesn't get more 90s than summer, this. Summer vacation is three minutes away, and yeah. they're taking a test. <laughs> yeah. Which, this Sinbad's character, his name is Mr. Wheat. Yeah, yeah. And he explains it. He he says something like, you're probably wondering why I'm giving you a, a test at the end of the school year or something like that. And he's like, gotta keep your mind sharp or something like that. Yeah, but know. still, that's unrealistic. He's like sleeping. He's like, he's like, brother, can I get an amen? And he like wakes up and he like gives him a high five. Hallelujah. <laughs> Man, Sinbad. Sinbad is a uh, solid actor for kids' movies of our childhood, at least. Yeah. Definitely. No one likes you, Booster. <laughs> we will get to Jingle all the way. Yeah. Did you ever watch First Kid? Oh, First Kid was a, yeah. was a good one, too. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I like Sinbad. But yeah, they get out of class, and uh, he meets up with, with his friend. I don't remember his name, but I just know it's Roger from Sister Sister. Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, he hops in his mom's car. Seems like he's not even his friend, though. It's like just a classmate that just hops in his car. Because <laughs> you'd think his friend would know, like, is this your car? Yeah, he is asking a bunch of dumb questions. Like, huh? if anything, that's the one thing you know about people, is that if they have a car or not in high school. Yeah. And you'd also think you'd know that they're old enough not to have a li- even have a license, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how old how old he's supposed to be in this. You movie. have to wait probably about a year. <laughs> a year. That, that's, that's, that's when, when I, I get. That's one. when I get one. <laughs> <laughs> Keenan Thompson is the best. I love him. He's he's so funny. Oh yeah, and they so Ed gets put on deliveries, and he's skating across the road, and that's how they he gets into that wreck <laughs> with. Uh, with Dexter. And, uh, yeah. But why? <laughs> when he's talking before, he's like, So, what are you going to do this summer? And he's like, I plan on waking up every day around noon and hanging out by the pool, ordering some Chinese food, Fly, find females over to share egg roll or two. <laughs> share egg roll or two. You know what I'm saying? Man. Then I plan on waking up, doing the same thing the next day. <laughs> Man, you lucky. My mom's making me get a summer job. Summer vacation. The key word. Vacation. Vacation. <laughs> Sound like a preacher. <laughs> key word. <laughs> vacation. He, uh, car spins out of control. He runs into Sinbad. And he's just like, Why? Why? <laughs> I know. I woke up this morning. I didn't think I'd run into you this summer. Did I know you were going to run into me? Man! $1,900? I don't have $1,900. It's a quote, as in, could be close to, kind of. You, you estimated $1,900. $2,500. And I estimate you two months to get me my money. Ow. 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 
I, I, I get a summer job. <laughs> Keenan's voice, like doing Keenan's <laughs> accent or the way he speaks in this is just the funniest thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's always providing commentary, whether it helps him or not. <laughs> so he gets the job at Mondo Burger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, one, one of my favorite things is like, so the boss is like obviously like crazy. Oh, don't you mean um, Kurt? You you know the front the front man for some forty one. <laughs> yes, Derek Woodley. Derek. <laughs> yeah, he's just like this like crazy boss trying to like take over the world with Mondo Burger. <laughs> I just love the name Mondo Burger. Home of the Big Booty Burger. So uh, Dexter is is. Uh, going through training and everything and he's like the boss is just like you don't follow the rules you're going the grinder he's like <laughs> now this grinder is this a real grinder or some kind of a metaphor <laughs> way well, says that i always love that with some kind of a metaphor like yeah metaphor. his big mouth gets him into a lot of trouble yeah he could be he's making like ten dollars always... an hour at mondo burger but no i'm now your mother and your father <laughs> Kurt must look awfully strange naked. Naked? <laughs> Who said that? He did, sir. He uttered something. It was him. He uttered something. I'm sorry I uttered. I'm sorry I uttered. I love his henchmen and their stupid big words. They're yeah, so they're serious. Good. They're like a bunch of Carlton Lassiters from Psych. <laughs> Needless to say, his career... He gets fired. Yeah, Mondo Burger is short-lived. And uh, I love how he like goes over to Good Burger and is like getting drunk on milkshakes. Yeah, it's like a bar scene. <laughs> Think he had enough. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, thanks. Yeah, keep him coming. Keep him co- <laughs> I'm sitting there. He's got like 12 milkshakes. And I'm like. Which is like. That's like, that's like $30 in milkshakes. <laughs> not even that. That's like at least. How many calories are in a milkshake? Like 700? It's probably like 30,000 calories. <laughs> oh my goodness. He got diabetes from that. And I don't trust Good Burger's milkshakes at all. No. Ed One, because Ed in bathed it. in it. But two, um, I've never seen a milkshake machine look like that, ever. It's too liquidy. And, and it's okay, too, it's first too, of all... like Pepto-Bismol-y looking. <laughs> the, first one, the first batch of that was like, okay, artificial strawberry shake. I can get behind that. But then they mm. replaced it with like some red stuff, like yeah, dark yeah, yeah. red. I guess it could be a cherry milkshake, but did not look creamy cherry. at all. It looked no, disgusting. No. It was like Robitussin. Mm-hmm. Ugh. <laughs> um, but Ed talks to him, and he's like, he's like, he's like, you look awfully familiar. He's <laughs> like, ever been to Australia? Ever been to Australia? No. This is the exact same type of joke that I would say. Still to this day, probably. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the um, taking someone's expectations and throwing them out uh, in a joke. I always wanted to shave a Martian. Got, Got a Martian? Martian? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, okay, I give up. Who am I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's something I would say, too. I would just play into it. Mm. What's wrong? Did you get bit by a sheep? 
boy, you must really suck. <laughs> that dog comes running up. He's like, what is it, boy? <laughs> Four clowns. Trapped. Their car broke down. They need help. <laughs> Where's that dumb dog? <laughs> but yeah, they talk and Ed, Ed is the one that like gets Dexter at the job at Good Burger. Yeah. And, and his boss is like, <laughs> one of the things we also quote is from the scene. This <laughs> is like, ever worked in fast food? And he's like, almost two days. It's like, uh, any accidents on your record? Not to your knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying that to mom and dad a lot and them not understanding it. They, they'd be like, you talking back? Jeremy, did you clean your room? Not to your knowledge. <laughs> You know, it goes from there, and he goes, and he starts introducing all the characters, and we can talk about that for a little bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we got the we got the the manager. Obviously, you meet him, Mister Bailey, or whatever. Yeah. And he's just trying to make ends meet so he can take care of his mom, I guess, or whatever. So he so he doesn't have to feed her cat food. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you get uh, Fizz. Fizz. Ah, <laughs> oh, hey, Fizz. Wow! Wow! Nobody's ever abbreviated my name before. Awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. You got Monique. Um, you get Monique, yeah. Don't like Monique. Uh, she's stupid. For real? I like Monique. She's cool. She's got a little too much attitude for me. Yeah, but she don't she don't put up with no nonsense. Yeah. I like later on the movie when uh Ed is trying to get Dexter to like ask her out. <laughs> she's like, Oh come on, you know you like her. It's like how could I not like her? She's smart, beautiful, funny. And cuddly. And cuddly. <laughs> and cuddly. <laughs> um, I don't think you I've seen got... many movies with Kenan Thompson with a love interest. He's usually the comedic relief. Well, I was going to say I haven't seen that many movies with Kenan Thompson. but The only other one would be Fat Albert. I mean, <laughs> Fat Albert. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we will cover that one, too. <laughs> Why? I have no idea. <laughs> Why was that movie a part of our childhood? Why was that movie made? I, Don't know. I got it because I asked. I wanted it, and uh, I got it in an Easter basket one year. <laughs> That's definitely. I have not seen that in at least fifteen years. Yeah, that'll be a good rewatch. Hopefully, I'm, I'm excited for that one. Um, you got Spatch. Spatch. He just like grunts the whole movie and eats flies. <laughs> And cries when when he uh, weighs the the Mondo burger and it like yeah <laughs> messes up his spatula. Um. Oh, what's 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 the old guy's name? I can't remember his I name. I had it until you said it. Um. Oh, what is it? Otis? Otis. Yeah. He's like he's seventy seven years old and still, still works in fast, fast food. food. He's like I should have died years ago. <laughs> he's like his oxygen tank. <laughs> and Dexter's like. Tough break. <laughs> uh, Dee Dee, which was just the blonde. The vegetarian girl that I hated. Yeah. She doesn't have much. I would not like to work a good there. burger. The coworkers are a little too weird. <laughs> They're quirky. Did you it's ever like, work in fast food or any food service at all? No. I Of the brothers, uh, I was the only one that never worked in, in fast food. I you guys like, all worked at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah. I worked at Chick-fil-A. I definitely had some... Weird coworkers that reminded me a lot of this, but not not that weird. We also got some good cameos in this movie. 
Yes. Uh, we've got Shaq. <laughs> Which, okay, best line of the of any athlete cameo of all time. Have, okay, first of all, is? seeing Shaq on screen, didn't even recognize it was Shaq. For real? For real. No, I knew it was Shaq, obviously, because I've seen the movie. But, like, mm-hmm. seeing him now, he's in more commercials and stuff, and the way he looks now is like a 50-year-old man. Yeah. That's how I know Shaq now. He was like, this guy was in shape. He was tall, skinny. <laughs> in his actual basketball years, where he wasn't just, like, a paid spokesman. Right. What's he, what, Icy Hot or something. Or <laughs> General insurance. insurance. Now he's the head, you know, he's a spokesman for Papa John's. Oh, yeah. He's like um, rolling in that dough. You know, and I guess this uh, this role got him his, his leading role in Kazam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we also got uh, Linda Cardellini. Yeah, I didn't realize this was her. Miss Little Miss Freaks and Geeks herself. <laughs> Velma. Velma. <laughs> Hawkeye's wife. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. She got snapped. She did get snapped. Uh, we also got Carmen Electra as Roxanne. Yeah. <laughs> Which that whole sequence is just hilarious. <laughs> Ed just acting around just another, like a girl is just hilarious. <laughs> don't you want to get out of here and, I don't know, talk and get to know each other a little bit more? Doesn't that sound more fun than mini golf? No. <laughs> Come on. I can relate to that. <laughs> Still? No. No. I wouldn't be surprised if I've gone on a date like that. <laughs> You're kind of oblivious. No. <laughs> uh yeah, and the the scene at the end with the dancing, you know, crazy people. It's got George Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's cameo. My first date I ever went on was to play putt putt, and I think it's because of this movie. I was like, "What do people do on first dates?" Putt putt, putt putt. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Did you go to Malibu? I did go to Malibu Grand Prix, (laughs) most ghetto putt putt place ever. (laughs) All the good places in Tampa like closed down. You got to go pretty far to find a good find a good putt putt place, but. So yeah, there's a some uh, some good characters, and we already mentioned the henchman, Kurt and his henchman. Um, this just in: Spatch is also in Freaks and Geeks. Well, how crazy is that? Well, Monique was in Moesha. <laughs> okay, I remember watching that a few times on UPN forty four. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> UPN forty four. UPN forty four. Oh, what a throwback. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about most of we talked about the cameos so we just got past yeah, Shaq yeah. oh yeah yeah we mentioned them and um, and like basically the, the big turning point in this movie is like oh Good Burger's about to go out of business mm-hmm. but then but then Ed creates the sauce this orange sauce <laughs> and uh, Jeremy how do you think he made that sauce well he started out with a little ketchup and a little lemon juice and no, 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 stop, stop. <laughs> I tried looking into that because during the scene, he was putting in, like, he dumped a whole thing of pickles in there. And, and he did say pickle juice, but he dumped a bunch of just straight up pickles. And he also sprinkled in malted milk powder. Okay. So that must be a secret ingredient. I'm going to hmm. look up a recipe. 
I'm curious. It probably is something on there. I just hope it's not buffalo sauce. It was I not hate buffalo sauce. If anything, it was like Frisco sauce from Steak and Shake, mm. or cane sauce, or Zaxby sauce. I googled binging with Gap Bat. <laughs> binging with Babish. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. I googled it. Nothing came up. But yeah, they they uh, they get the sauce, and and because Dexter's trying to get you know money to pay for the fixing the car, he's like trying to scam Ed out of out of his cut of the share of these mm-hmm. extra profits that he's getting. He has them sign that contract, and that's the scene where uh, that's the quote that we have in that intro at the beginning of the show. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I know some of these words. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's to say that one a lot. One. Um, I have found a recipe. Oh. So at first you start off with a little ketchup and a little lemon juice, and uh, then the rest of it is just like mayonnaise, Thousand Island dressing, barbecue sauce, sweet pickle mm. relish, onion powder, vinegar, sugar, salt, pepper, red and yellow food coloring. Hmm. This doesn't seem legit. This isn't something he would do. Where's the malted milk powder? Well, these are fan-made recreations, but... An eagle-eyed viewer as yourself have found some other ingredients that are missing. Yes. I don't know. Let's see what Spoon University has to say. Mayonnaise, French dressing, sweet pickle relish, minced white onion, vinegar, vinegar, sugar, salt. That's nothing. So it's almost like red. It's not orangey red. It's almost Mm -hmm. like peachy red. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's not like buffalo, but it's also not like like Zach sauce or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it is definitely mayonnaise and ketchup based. There's some of that, but there's something else in it. Well, in the movie, especially when he like accidentally like hits it on Dexter, it looks like straight up like paint. Yeah. In that scene. <laughs> uh the other scenes where he's like mixing it together, it's different, it's more liquidy, but Yeah. It's just orange paint. That's what Ed sauce is. Oh, I, I love when uh, uh, when the manager comes out and like everyone's trying it, trying the sauce and, and everything. And that's like, oh, this is amazing. Ed. he's like, Ed, you get in that kitchen and start making sauce. He's yeah. like, yippee, skippy. Yippee, skippy. <laughs> I need to say yippee, skippy more. Yeah, I feel like do. specifically I used to say that because of this movie. <laughs> yeah. It makes me not wish I was dead. <laughs> But then here's where we get to the worst part about the movie is when Dex okay. takes advantage of Ed in the contract after the mm-hmm. sauce. He takes 80% while he gets 20 and he's okay with exactly. it. So you get 20% and I get 80%. Cool. Okay. So the sound right here and he's fine with it. Cause Ed doesn't care. Ed exactly. doesn't. Yeah. You should get some of the money I receive. <laughs> yeah. Ed's one of the most wholesome people ever and after that shift after he signs it and everything he's like you want to go see my secret place (laughs) that's not what I had in mind so they go on the roof and they tell stories about their parents and their childhood and he talks to him about the yo-yo and then the next day Ed goes to the store and gets him a yo-yo exactly like it with the 20% that he got yeah He's like, why'd you get why'd you get this for me, Ed? And he's like, because you're my bud, man. <laughs> yeah, it, very heartbreaking. He said, I used the thirteen dollars you gave me. Yeah. You know what's you know what's almost as good as thirteen dollars? 
Fourteen dollars. <laughs> That's almost fourteen dollars. <laughs> that going back to that scene on the roof. Oh, he's talking. They're kind of like <laughs> talking for the first time. He's like, "I don't know my. I've never. I don't even remember what my dad looks like. I don't remember what my dad looks like either. At least I get to see him every day. <laughs> I think of a lot of things. This is where I come to think. Good burger, <laughs> squirrels, cardboard boxes, things that are sticky. Which was brought. I, I didn't say what Shaq was saying, but <laughs> um. I think oh, yeah, yeah. Shaq had the best line in any, like, because usually they get the worst lines that they don't know how to deliver them, like in Space Jam. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, athletes aren't good actors for a reason. <laughs> That's why they play basketball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this line was like, you're not like other people, are you? <laughs> that cracked me <laughs> up because we slapped, he pulled the tomato out. It's like, there you go. <laughs> Consider yourself tomatoed. <laughs> You're not like other people, are you? He's like, uh, no. says <laughs> that. And they're on TV, so like, uh, the Mondo Burger boss is like, he's like getting mad. Yeah. And he's, he like kicks the TV, like breaks it or whatever, smashes it. And the henchman is just like, you really got him that time, sir. <laughs> so then, um, so Kurt decides he's going to try and convince Ed to come work for him. Basically runs him over and has a, has a conversation with him. One of the funniest conversations of the whole movie. Why don't I give you a lift? I don't know, man. I weigh like 150. <laughs> Get in the car. Uh, the car. Okay. So what are you making? Like $5 an hour? At Good burger. How about you come oh, work really? for me? Oh, wait, yeah. You're making like $5 an hour at Good Burger. He's like, oh, really? That's awesome. That's he doesn't cool. even like know. <laughs> That's awesome. How does, how about you come work for me at Mondo Burger? Bring that sauce too. How does 10 sound? How does $10 an hour sound? It's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a dollar out just for that? Yes. <laughs> Perfect. It's such a, like a police squad type joke. Yes, anything, yes. Like this is this is this seems like anything Leslie Nielsen's ever done. Yeah, and it's like a mixture of police squad and who's on first, uh, the Abbott and Costello bit. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm head. <laughs> I'm aware. I thought you were Kurt. I just forgot, but wasn't Kel Mitchell the, vo- the voice of T-Bone and Clifford? <laughs> yes. Another PBS show. Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> Birdwell Island. Wow. Never will I ever name my daughter Emily Elizabeth. That is such a handful to say. It's a mouthful to say. Yeah, I'm just going to name my son T-Bone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, or Clifford. Or Mac. Mac's a cool name. It was Mac the Poodle? No, Mac was the rich boy dog. What was the poodle's name? Cleo. That's so weird that I remember all those names <laughs> from a show that I haven't... I mean, I read the books and all, yeah. but like... Man. I, I don't remember their names either. But at least I watch the show every day. <laughs> Good one. Like what I was saying last week or so, about how I just randomly or was watching Country Bears with some friends, and I just started yeah, quoting yeah. the entire movie. 
Mm-hmm. I just subconsciously knew every line to it. Yeah. And embarrassingly enough. <laughs> that that happened too with this movie rewatching it because yeah. I've seen it so many times and I, but I have not I haven't really thought about this movie in a long time. It's been a while. I forgot how funny it was. How quotable oh, it is. It's just nonstop. This is a top tier movie. <laughs> like when we rank these at the end of the year, it's going to the top. I just forgot about some of them I did forget about, but then other ones I just knew exactly what was coming. And I was like, oh man, I, I yeah. forgot how good this movie is. I knew it was going to be good rewatching it, but I want to talk about this song. We're all dudes. Yes. Let's talk about the soundtrack in general. It's very 90s hip hop R&B mm-hmm. for the most part. And it's basically just George Clinton. doing And the, the greatest <laughs> and the greatest ska song of all time of all time jonathan why don't don't you why don't you explain to the listener what ska music is and how it ran our life i feel like we talked about music a little bit on the sky high episode Mm -hmm. but so around this time i was introduced to ska music which was like a bunch of 90s it's like upbeat like it's like reggae but fast tony hawk pro skater too yeah, did you play Tony Hawk? You've heard Superman by Goldfinger. That is also a top five ska song of all time. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and the, the band that did that the song. I get. Yeah, the impression that I get, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. You've heard ska uh, music, basically, in every kid's movie, especially Nickelodeon. You have heard ska music in every Inside Quotes podcast <laughs> because the AFB theme song that we stole for our intro is a ska song. Yes. <laughs> So, so now you know what uh, that genre is. It's yes, yeah. reggae rock with horns. Yeah, a little bit of punk influence and yeah, horn section and upbeat. Yeah, upbeat, fast paced, happy and, vibes. Uh, yeah, party. It's it's just party music. <laughs> I feel like when I heard it, I was like, this is the music I've been like missing all my life. <laughs> Much like this movie, I was like, I've just been missing this movie. And a huge, like, really big, you know, ska band is, ska punk band is Less Than Jake, who did the song We're All Dudes for this movie, featuring Kel Mitchell. Featuring Kel Mitchell. Which we've seen them multiple times. uh, Less Than Jake? Yeah. Yeah, not Kel Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs) And we actually got to to see them play uh, this song, too. Explain that exact moment, because that was a surprise. We saw them live and they were they did this thing where they like they were playing one of their other songs and then like they did this like transition into the Good Burger song mid the other song and then after and then they after they finished the song then they finished the other the original song yeah. that they were playing but no one expected it at all and i remember us like in the the crowd just exploded once they realized what was going on i i freaked out we were in the pit when that happened, and I just looked around at people. Everybody stopped, and I was like, what's going on? This is Good Burger. And we all started, like, partying. <laughs> we were going crazy. Yeah. It was a great moment. It was one of my favorite concert experiences of all time. And then that same concert, I ran in. It was, like, right after I graduated high school, and I graduated mm-hmm. a semester early. My teacher was there. My homeroom teacher <laughs> was there at that same concert. And I was like, you like ska music? That's dope. <laughs> Meanwhile, we had already talked about Good Burger because she was the one that organized our senior quotes. And I don't know why this happened, but 
my senior quote was from Good Burger, and I told them to put it down as, we're all dudes. I was just going to say that. We're all dudes. Mm-hmm. But they took the rest of the song, whoever, I guess my homeroom teacher did it, and she put, just hanging out, just having fun, we're number one. Maybe I decided that <laughs> one. I don't remember. I just remember it being, we're all dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and saying that, but it's part of the same song. You got you got a good burger reference in the yearbook. That's at still least pretty good. yeah. My senior, I I can say that my senior quote was a good burger quote, <laughs> and I'm happy. So yeah, when I was in high school, it was a couple years after I saw this movie. I remembered the song and liked it, but I wasn't into like Sky yet. And I remember a couple years later, um, someone from Scouts <laughs> burned the Sky mix CD mm-hmm. for Tim, my yep. friend Tim, and. Uh, and then Tim copied it for himself, and then he gave it to me. <laughs> and so it was this like ska playlist. But I'll always remember that uh, track six on that like mix CD of ska songs was "We're All Dudes." Burger. We're all dudes. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Which I thought was also interesting that it's track six on the soundtrack. I think you're the only one in the world that noticed that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was mixed in with my real big fish, less than Jake, <laughs> Streetlight Manifesto. Man, ska music is a big part of our lives, whether yeah. we liked it or not. <laughs> uh, you know, another funny quote that we say uh, about that show, that Lesson Jake show that we went to? Yeah. And we didn't explain, but like, so there's this like dance called like skanking whenever you're listening to ska music and you're dancing to it. And we've told, we've like laughed about it with like our parents before. And I remember like oh, before yeah. we went to that show, oh, yeah. that was as that we were show. going out the door. Yeah, it was that show. Oh, wow. Okay. It was Rubik Fish and Less Than Jake where they played that song. And uh, <laughs> and as we were walking out the door, our mom just kind of called out to us like, have fun, don't get skanked. <laughs> <laughs> so we we, uh, we caught that a lot too. Don't get skanked. I forgot about <laughs> So besides this like amazing ska song, <laughs> we're all dudes. Um Another classic one is just the George Clinton song at the at the insane asylum. Yes, that's a great one. Um, and then there's the uh, that's a definite bop. That's a certified bop. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the one, and I I didn't know who it was by. It's I guess it's a band called Presidents of the United the United States or something. And it's like opposable thumbs, opposable thumbs, opposable thumbs. I got, I got one. one. You got a thumb and a finger. Oh, we were just talking about the music a little bit. Um, We're just about the songs, but I also loved and hated the guitar rift that happened every time something serious or dramatic happened. Yeah. (laughs) I specifically remember, like, they'd add the drops of the liquid to the burgers, and they'd come out the other side of the oven and be like... (laughs) Also, there's there's this whole... It kind of starts in the dream. But there's this, like, uh, throughout the movie, like, the moment, like, Dexter finds the, uh, you know, discovers the sauce or whatever, and he has this bright idea. You've got that, like, it's like, I don't know, like, singers in the background going, like, oh. That happens throughout the movie, too, yeah. <laughs> Along yeah, with the guitar a, riff. 
it's classic. I always just think it's like DD and it's fate. <laughs> it's the the workers in the back in the kitchen just singing that. But yeah, that's that's all I got on the soundtrack. This this just a lot of lot of a nineties R and B hip hop on there that I don't I don't necessarily listen to, but I do like that song that's kind of playing at the end of their their date with uh, Monique and uh, Dexter. Dexter's a chicken. Moo. <laughs> 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 There's just so many quotes from this movie. And this, this... I wonder how they get the weenie into the corny exterior. <laughs> a question that has plagued mankind for ages. Okay, but seriously, though, if, since we're still talking about that scene, mm-hmm. when we're going back to it. Um, the uh, the date scene? Yeah, the mini golf. Yeah, yeah. You You can't describe this audibly. But I guess if you've seen the movie, dear listener, <laughs> the way um the way Keenan Thompson is aiming the way he looks at the hole <laughs> yes. multiple times like takes a triple take was the funniest thing probably of the entire movie <laughs> you just have to watch it <laughs> maybe I can find a gif of it and I'll post it on Instagram <laughs> yeah, yeah I remember that too it was so funny well yeah I think we should start wrapping it up here we definitely should <laughs> um Okay. Like we we probably haven't gone over all as much as we normally do. No. But there's just too many good quotes. Th- this one's just all about the quotes. Like yeah. the story doesn't matter, you know. He, hey, they they uh, they get the sauce. They uh, they get Good Burger back in business. They uh, they put B- Mondo Burger out of business. They move on to Mon- over Mondo Burger. <laughs> they uh, and. Um, they have that whole like interlude where they get sent. Somehow they're able to send them. Kurt is able to like kidnap them and send them to an insane asylum. Yeah. How demented hills. <laughs> okay. What kind of a, a an insane asylum calls themselves demented hills? A good one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that quote was? No, but I'm laughing at it. I recognize it. That was a holes a quote. Good one. What kind of camp you running here? A good and then one. Like, a good one. <laughs> the state would ever give us any money, we might have some decent place. <laughs> we subconsciously know so many quotes. Is this like our fourteenth episode in a row where we've quoted holes? Holes. Yeah, it's it's gonna happen. <laughs> that's that's we can't go an episode without quoting holes. Not We're gonna one. get to the holes. We're gonna get to the holes episode. Not have anything to say. <laughs> Oh, we're going to have like a three-hour special for that one. Um, all right, but yeah, what were you saying about Demented Hills? Other than just oh, that's all I was saying about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you get a nice moment at the end where, uh, where like Ed actually like shows how smart he actually is. Yeah. <laughs> or he has like a moment of brilliance, however you want to you want to interpret it. <laughs> but uh, when he's like, he, he he pours in the whole bottle of the. Oh, what's it called? Uh, tryptophan or something? That's not tryptophan. Is the stuff that makes you sleep? That's in Turkey, isn't it? Yeah, I don't uh, know. There's some like illegal uh, ethylene or something. Some tryptophan or something. I don't know. <laughs> All it's I know is that makes the burgers go big, boom, boom. Sure, it sure makes burgers nice and enormous. <laughs> nice and enormous. 
But yeah, he just has that whole line of just like, well, you know, with today's convoluted legal system, <laughs> I knew that if we did press charges, you know, it's like, it'd just be backed up in court for months, even years. So I thought I'd take justice into my own hands. <laughs> it's like all this stuff. He's like, his Dex is like, you really thought that? All that? I was like, yeah, yeah I'm not stupid. <laughs> it's a nice moment at the end. It is a nice moment. The, and, uh, uh, and Mr. Wheat gets his car, like, crushed again by the burger, the Mondo burger. Yeah. <laughs> Karma. I don't know why. He was in the right the whole time. I guess he's just yeah. a mean. He didn't, he didn't do he's anything wrong. He's a big wrong. meanie about it. He's, just, he's also nice letting this kid, like, pay him back. Yeah, not telling uh, his parents. <laughs> okay, well, Why so is he painted as a villain, then? I don't get that. <laughs> well, here's the thing, actually. You, you had a plot hole? Yeah, I do. It wasn't All very... Right important do you have well one? related to that dex's mom does find out he's driving without a license because he says that in the movie he's like you're the reason my mom found out i was driving without a license you know oh and like like obviously he had to get his mom's car had to get fixed too mm-hmm. unless she was man my mom's away on business this weekend <laughs> i thought she said the summer the summer maybe she was gone the whole summer i don't know but like just weird if that means he has to get Mr. Wheat's car fixed. He's got to get her car fixed too. Yeah. So, but he does say like, "Oh, you're the reason my mom found out I was driving without a license." So, he doesn't report it, even though he he starts to. He's like, "I hate to put a black man in jail, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me a license. Give me a license." So yeah, I don't know. His mom does find out, and I guess he gets his mom's car has to get fixed. So I don't know why it's this whole thing. Why it doesn't just go through insurance to like get the get his it car fixed. wouldn't be insured because he was an unlicensed driver driving the car i mean wouldn't his mom's insurance still like i don't not know if she wasn't driving it not to your knowledge not to, <laughs> not to my knowledge anyway that was one thing i thought the whole the whole reason for him to do this was so like one he could take care of it without his mom finding out but then his mom he does say that his mom finds out so yeah um, well, that that's not really a plot hole, hole but it's um, sort of one. What, well, mine's not what, really. Mine's just a plot hole from a quote. That, okay. that lady that was the what's her name? She's from all that. She was ordering. Uh, oh, about uh, the family Con- reunion. I had Connie something. She uh. <laughs> well, she said I'm ordering for family reunion. No aunt, no onions. Blah 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 blah. But anyway, she she said like she ordered a whole bunch no of food. No onions, because I have a job interview today. Yeah, yeah, she has a job interview that day, but she's also going to a family reunion. Mm-hmm. Doesn't hey, seem yeah. legit. That's a, that's about it. Otherwise, this movie is perfect, <laughs> except for the disgusting name of their chicken nuggets. They what call they? them good chunks. Good chunks. Good chunks. <laughs> Everything Gross. is good burger. Good chunks, good pies, good, good fries. fries. Yeah. Good Ed sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have some good sauce, please. Uh, you're squishing my pancreas. <laughs> Dexter, uh, I like you as a friend and all, but... Uh. <laughs> $5 an hour, six hours a day, five days a week. This is where my mathematician brain comes in. I would like to see how long... Because he tried to do the math, and he said, I don't know... I'll get to this money in another lifetime. But yeah. I want to see how much, not including no. taxes, how long it would take for him to pay off the $2,500. So, $5 an hour times six hours a day. So that's $30 a week. $150 a week. Oof. Without taxes. 
Is this set in California? Yeah. Look up the tax rate. Uh, I'm not doing all that. <laughs> okay, never mind. Anyways, $150 a week. Um, That's 16 weeks. <laughs> 16 weeks. That's a whole summer, I guess. No, it's not. A little bit more than a summer. 16 weeks is four months. Four months. It's a little bit longer than a summer, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I was actually thinking it was even longer than that. <laughs> that's, pre- that's pretty realistic, actually. Anyways, that's just an estimate. <laughs> hey, look, I'm Grape Nose Boy. Bloobity, 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 bloobity. <laughs> oh, man. Grape Nose Boy is a mood. <laughs> big mood. Man, I feel like there's some, like, big quotes here that I'm I'm just forgetting. and Yeah. You know, that's fine. I just have to go watch it again. If yeah, you that's fine. if you if we didn't cover any quotes, make sure you let us know that by commenting yeah. on our Instagram posts or DM us or yeah, whatever. Let, yeah, let us know what your favorite quote is from this movie. There's just too many to pick from, though. It's just I, too I just, much. We need to figure out the big debate though about this movie. What was what Ed's first words? Because his mom said it was trousers, but I think it was tweezers. <laughs> I think it's <was> tweezers. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Like he would did have an s- argument on that. Did we even say the line is like when the bot when like the, the um the Mondo Mondo Burger boss comes in, he's like trying to intimidate everyone at Burger at a good Burger Monger, and he's like yeah yeah Burger Monger. <laughs> he's like he's like you better watch your butt, Ed. He's like, uh, okay, uh, okay. Let me tell you something. There's no way a man can watch his own butt. Oh. <laughs> I even watched. I went on YouTube and watched a couple of the like the classic Good Burger sketches. Those yeah, are, those are pretty funny. They Kel came back for that uh, when they they started doing all that again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that they rebooted it. Yeah, I haven't watched he it. He came back I, on the Tonight Show, I think, for it. Yeah, for they did. Sketch. Yeah, that was on. That was with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, I did see that. But I think Kel is a big part of it, though. Of the new all that. Yeah, yeah. Keenan's not. He's Which still. Cool. SNL, well, he's still on but. SNL. I have mixed feelings about it. I mean, I love I love Keenan, but I'm just like he's been there like 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not that long, but I, I'm pretty sure he's been there since like 2002 or three. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> oh, poo! Let's, let's wrap it up. I wanted mustard. If there's one thing I've learned from this movie, it is the fact that I need a hot jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah, after this podcast, I need a hot jacuzzi. Hey, what's that goo? Ah, oh, it's my sauce. I make it myself. Huh. You carry your own sauce? Doesn't everybody? Here's the hint for next week. Everybody knows what it is, but it's another Keenan Thompson movie. That's true. I don't know. We'll figure it out next week when it's knuckle puck time. That's all I'm saying. Knuckle puck time. It's knuckle puck time. All right. Any takeaways from this movie, Jonathan? Takeaways? Um, you know, Ed is the chicken Joe of this movie. <laughs> Ed is the chicken Joe of this movie. Wow. <laughs> he is, you know, <laughs> when you meet like someone Ed. like that, don't, you know, be like him. Be like Ed. Don't don't try and take advantage of people like that. Everybody needs an Ed in their life. Because the fact is, they, uh, you can probably learn something from them that you never thought you you would. Be the chicken Joe. <laughs> Be the chicken Joe. 
Um, and other than that, you know, um, be careful when you sign those contracts, man. Like people will take 80% of your money. So I know some of these words. What about you? You got any takeaways? I do. Um, one thing to always remember about this is they always get you with them extras. $22,000 car. You see that? That's real Detroit leather. <laughs> Detroit leather. <laughs> oh, man. What's that tell you? What's that tell you? <laughs> they always get you with them extras. <laughs> <laughs> Sinbad yeah. is the best. So look forward to some more uh, Sinbad movies <laughs> in the future someday. So anyways, uh, our show art was done by Bryce Bridgman. He's one of our good friends. Um, he's very talented. Go give him a follow on Instagram at Groovy Bridge. G-R-O-O-V-Y-B-R-I-D-G-E. Yes. Hopefully I spelled that right. <laughs> Groovy Bridge. Um, he's such a cool guy. I love him. Um, if you need any artwork done by him, go ahead and give him a DM. If you want to follow us on Instagram too, uh, we are at Inside Quotes Cast. So yeah, go ahead and give us a follow. And if you have any other yeah. quotes that we missed, go ahead and DM us or comment on our on our posts and stuff all right well i think that about does it for this week's episode it's time to to wrap it all up yeah it is you got any plans after this john uh probably just gonna go home home what's so special about home why you gotta be there well it's where my stuff is stuff (laughs) 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 okay until next week guys Keep being right. dudes, because we're all dudes. <laughs> it's guys being dudes. <laughs> See ya. Bye. It didn't twerk, no. It wasn't fucking no more.